reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da 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 doom patrol. again to the Doom Patrol podcast. I'm your host Scott Coles and with me as always is Murray Fox and this week we're looking at Doom Patrol number three by Jarn, 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 John Arcudi and Tan Engwat from oh, yeah. sometime somewhere February 2002. <gasps> oh and look at the price tag. Ooh. 425 Canadian. God dang, we were getting, that's like today's prices. I know, so all you folks that are complaining about $4 prices on comics today, we Canadians were doing that 10 years ago without a whimper. Oh no, there was plenty of whimpering. (laughs) Well, there was whimpering and whining and bitching. But, (laughs) it's not the first time comics have hit. I mean, they're not even $3.99, this is like $4.25. Yeah, I know, they really uh, bent us over the barrel. No kidding, especially when the Americans were paying two fifty. Whoosh! Yeah. Ah, serves them right. Who's laughing now? That's right, you buckers. <laughs> However, there are other things going on on the cover than the uh, four twenty five cover price. Ouch! That hurts mm-hmm. just to say it now. I know, right? Oh. Anyway, we got. It's kind of a steampunky cover. Like it's very. Uh, Gears and and uh, yeah, pipes. Yeah. He's got the Doom Patrol uh, spelled out with. Uh, well, yeah. I think that was uh, one of those theme months that they did, where all the covers had that sort of. Ah, uh, uh, Jesus! I'm totally blanking. You know that the spirit, uh, Will Eisner. You see oh, that on, on yeah, yeah. All the time, right? Oh, so maybe. There was a whole month of where every every title had that. Cover motif. Really, I totally the, forgot the about that. Built into the background. Yeah, huh. I'll, have to, I'll have to check it. Some of the other two thousand tours. That's yeah. cool. I like it. It's really cool. It's well done. Yep. And then you got the uh, the cast of the Doom Patrol kind of being squished between. <laughs> Oops. Yes, where the logo would have been. That's where the Doom Patrol is, and they're slowly being Star Wars garbage compacted. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, so we open up. Doom Patrol has quit Jost Enterprises, and they're striking out on their own. And they are now in a whole new location. Um, got lots of uh, graffiti and stuff going on. A homeless dude sitting out on the street. And in the background, a radio is playing out. Uh, giving off various... News bits about nuclear weapons and testings, and looks like the Doom Patrol's on the move. Oh, Our yeah. local heroes have left the Joss compound, and they've taken up residence at Bruno's, the old downtown nightclub. The move comes after a dispute, and we see a great big hand smash the TV to pieces. Someone is not happy. <laughs> That's an interesting move to have to move into a nightclub. I know. It's like the old Teen Titans stuff when they were briefly at the uh, at a disco for their headquarters way back in the seventies. Just when? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was right after they uh, 
came back again uh, after being cancelled in the Silver Age. They came back in the late 70s and they hung out at a, at a disco. That was their headquarters. Huh. For a short while. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, now, Doom Patrol is doing it. They're hanging out at Bruno's. And uh, the kids there are amazed. It's huge. The kitchen's bigger than their whole apartment. And the dance floor is that where he's going to build a gym. And, of course, while they're all excited about it, Negative Man is like, is like uh, huh, that's where we are going to be putting in the gym. We as in team. Speaking of which, don't you think old Steelhead should have talked it over with us before he tied up all our dough in the big-time mortgage? And then he gets reminded that it isn't their dough. It's, it's Cliff's dough. He bought it straight out. These guys do not have to pay the mortgage. They don't have to worry about anything if it uh, goes under. It's all on Cliff. What? How the hell can he afford? And how the hell you know that? <laughs> he was there, and uh, Kid Slick is like, I was there when he signed the papers. Needed a witness. I'm 18. Don't that just figure. One day you're head of the whole operation. Next, even the bellboy knows more than you. <laughs> well, I don't got to stand for oh, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, okay, Robot Man's got all the money, he's capping and all that, but I'm still part of this team. And while he's uh, bitching away, Shailene stares at him. He's like, what? And she's like, don't you care about your body? Because he's been eating this big greasy hamburger. You smoke oh, yeah. all day long and you eat those fried fatty hamburgers. I'm worried about you. And <laughs> then he has like the best speech ever. Yeah, beef, just about the worst thing in the world for you. Loaded with that saturated fat, ain't it? That's cows for you. Disgusting, blobby things. Cholesterol factories is what they are. Must be the fattest animals in the world, or close to it. What do you think their arteries look like? Hell, I bet we wasn't killing them for food. They'd be dropping dead by the thousands. And every time I drive by a farm, know what I see them eating? And he looks at her bowl of salad. <laughs> She's like, oh. And, uh... Kid Slick is like, Shailene, this salad of you of yours, is, it's really good. And she's like, you can have mine. I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and out she goes. She leaves the uh, kitchen there. And Kid Slick is like, thanks a lot, negative man. Stop calling me that punk. I'm flash forward. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> and uh, negative man's like, whatever. I'm heading up to Cliff's room. Got to find out more about this money situation. And then Ava comes up and she's like, he's not in his room. He's never in his room. And we flip the page and we get a question. Is Cliff still, still here? Is he still with us? And we see Cliff is staring out at St. Aloysius Hospital again. Um, sorry, no, he's in the hospital, I think. Staring out at the sign of St. Aloysius. Because we yeah, pull back... Yeah, we pull back and we see that he's in a hospital room, um, hanging out by some body that's hooked up to life support. Um, yes. This is uh, that little subplot we talked about last time. Yeah, things are not quite as they seem with Cliff. Mm -hmm. Is this the man who toured the race car circuit, who once beat Richard Petty's time at the Brickyard? Is this really the man who was that boy who cried for days when his dog died? Is it? If a brain could be kept alive and thinking in a glass jar, nobody would confuse that with a man. Put arms and legs on that jar, is it, isn't it still a jar? 
And if this isn't a man, if this isn't Cliff Steele at all, what is it? A haunted machine or something else? Something less. So this whole time, Cliff is just kind of sitting and staring at whoever whoever is in this hospital bed. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, feeling grim about things. A mystery. We flash back to the Doom Patrol headquarters and... Uh, Negative man is like, well, if Cliff ain't around, what are we doing here? Looks to me like this is our day off. And sure enough, that's when the wall comes crashing to pieces and a big dude in leather and (laughs) wonky gloves comes smashing through the wall. Like you do. Like you do. And negative man's like, who? Before he gets pounded, sent across the room. Kid Slick puts on his old slickety slick stuff. And, uh, dude is not able to pound him. Yeah. Yeah, they're having the fight, and Kid Slick's like, That's right, boy. You can't hit me. Can't even touch me. Got me this force field. Dealing with the man now. And this dude is just raging. He's like, Rawr! <laughs> and he pounds the floor. And, uh, it doesn't matter how slick Kid Slick is if there's no floor. <laughs> Down he goes. He goes falling through to the next level, and... Shailene comes running in. What's all this noise about? What's? Oh my gosh. And he comes running at her with growls and raging. And Ava comes out and wraps her little tendrils around him. And Shailene's all happy. Woohoo! Way to go, Ava! Actions speak louder, Fever. I love Fever. She's hilarious. She is. She's like a little cheerleader. Yeah. And of course, There's some fun, you know, she's I a know. fun character. She is. She enjoys what she's doing. She's uh, excited. She's excited. She's like, okay, okay, just hold on to him for a sec. I'm on this. I can do this. I can do this. <sighs> yeah. Her hands start to heat up. Getting pretty hot, isn't it, huh? Isn't it so much, or it isn't so much fun being a bully now, is it? And she starts heating up his skin and his costume and stuff. And that would be fine, except Ava's still, uh, attached to him all wrapped up so she's like I can feel your heat too (laughs) and her tendrils are all flaming and she uh, lets go of the dude and kind of goes down for a little bit and uh, then we have some interestingly cut scenes so we have Cliff at the hospital and then we flash back to uh, the fight with negative man he's like setting the whole place on fire we we gonna have to get him out and then we see Cliff still at the hospital, standing in front of the window. Yeah. And a negative man goes to Ava. He's trying to help her. I know you're hurting, but we ain't got no robot man to grab that goon. You're the only one who can do it. And then we see a nurse who is walking by, and she was looking at Cliff, and then she does like a double take, and she's got a shocked look on her face. And uh, then we get to see uh, probably, I guess, what Ava's natural or real appearance looks like and it's very uh it's uh freaky it is freaky it's kind of like the skin's been peeled back sort of and and she's not nearly as attractive as she was yeah <laughs> negative man sees it he's like whoa jesus <laughs> she's uh she's having a rough time of it and then we flash back to the hospital and she's like sir visiting hours are over you can't be in here. And by the time she's finished her sentence, there is nobody in the hospital. 
and Robot Man is back at the headquarters, and he's grabbing the big raging dude and throwing him through the building. So somehow Cliff has gone from the hospital to headquarters, and we're not really sure how or why. But no, the fight's important. <laughs> so dude is yep. through the wall. Cliff goes after him. He hasn't really said much. Where you been? You know what's going on out here? Just put that fire out, says Cliff. And tell the others to get ready for a fight. <laughs> and Negative Man's like, if anybody ever listened to me, who'd need you? <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and while Cliff is like, got a chokehold on the uh, the bad guy, the bad guy finally, you know, speaks and says, hey, chief, guy's overdoing it a bit, eh? Cameras aren't even here yet. <laughs> and Robot Man's like, What? And then the dude slams Robot Man on the floor. And uh, before he continues with the fight, the guy's like, come to think of it. Where are them cameras? I thought Jost had that covered. Robot Man's like, Jost? What the heck? Something just dripped off the ceiling? Or my hair? Jeepers. Anyway, now my comic's water damaged. I got a water spot on my comic. I will never be able to resell it. Oh, well, that's okay. It's really you never sell it anyway. <laughs> I guess. Huh. All right. So Cliff is like, what are you talking about? Look, we don't work for Jost anymore. If he had anything to do with, and then the guy's like, you don't work for him anymore. No. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we left Jost compound. But you must know that. Why did you come here looking for us if you didn't? Let me just get one thing straight. <laughs> Does this mean I'm not getting paid? <laughs> and Cliff's got this big smile look. Why don't we just sit down and talk? And then the dude's like, son of a... And then things really hit the fire. He starts banging things around and hits Cliff again. Everybody thinks they can give Ron Gomes... Gomes? Yep. The shaft. I'm sick of this. Bloop. I'm sick of this low ball. And I'm sick of the credit jobs. And I'm sick of being stiff. So he's really pounded. And Kid Slick's like... Yeah, it wasn't a real fight before, and now it is. Now it is. That's right. I'm fine, I'm fine. Listen, we need to wrap this up quick, so pay attention. And, uh... Dude is still... He's furious now. Somebody is pointing up something to me right now, or this place is coming down. And then Ava does her little thing. She grabs his legs with her little tendrils. She pulls his legs out from under him. He's like, hey, freak, I'm not playing anymore. You want a piece of me? You got it. And he kind of flips his legs and pulls her over to him. And he's ready to smash her to pieces. Mm -hmm. And uh, Negative Man does his little head shake. And the guy looks at him. He's like, what? What the hell are you doing? What's it look like, Leatherface? He lights up a cigarette. What are you standing there for, man? Don't you know who I am? I knocked Superman through a building. I slapped Wonder Woman around like she was a little girl. I put that Martian guy into a damn coma. Sure and did. <laughs> Negative Man takes a big puff on his cigarette. You, you ain't nothing. <laughs> and uh, Kid Slick slides right underneath him, I guess. Cool. Cliff's right. Without no friction, I'm zipping so fast. Pull this big jerk right off his feet. So he slides through his legs, grabs him, and they keep going. And then Kid Slick slips out of the way and throws him towards Robot Man. And Robot Man just gives him a big pile driver and sends him to the floor. 
Huh. Don't look so tough Dang. without that mask of his, huh? I don't know, says Shailene. He's still pretty scary, if you ask me. And <laughs> they take <laughs> off his mask. Not, and Not a pretty dude. No, he's, uh, he's had better days. You kidding? He looks like a janitor. <laughs> he's visually challenging. That's right. <laughs> hey, Allstar, I hate to break it to you, but that bald ponytail thing went out with... Well, actually, it never really was in, was it? <laughs> okay, pal, who are you? What's this all about? Who am I? I'm Big Ron Gums, man. I'm a four-class human hurricane. Number one on the JLA Most Wanted. Hell, I'm the guy who broke Batman's back. That's who I am. You heard of me, right? <laughs> um, says Claire. I think maybe he's <laughs> kind of full of something. He's living in a dream world there. Yeah. Look, why don't you just tell us what you're doing here? He's like, don't blame me. This is all Joss' idea. He didn't think you guys were getting enough airtime with that rescue junk. He figured if you guys could beat down some big super bad dude, he'd take you coast to coast, CNN, all that. The way it was supposed to go down. I show up in this armor so nobody IDs me. Smash some walls. You guys kick my tail in front of the cameras and then Joss carts me off and slips me five large. And Negative Man's like, Hold on, part. You did all this for just 5000 Hey, I had a bad year, all right? <laughs> yeah. And Shailene's like, this guy's such a loser. I kind of feel sorry for him. Five grand's five grand. Come I on. know. It's not so bad. Cliff's like, well, it's hard not to. And he's like, buddy, could you tell the squid chick to let me go? I really got to hit the john. <laughs> and uh, so the cops come, they grab him, and... They decide not to uh, tell the cops about Joss because really they only have Gomes' words for it and his words are not exactly the most reliable. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if it had gone as Joss planned, the attack would have taken place on his property. Only his things would have been damaged. What Joss arranged amounts to a WWF match and that's not illegal. Hey, listen. Technically, yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, boss man, we've got to talk about Ava. Something's wrong. And that's when they get a letter from a lawyer. And it is a cease and desist order. Cease and desist uh, what? Is. Cease and desist being the Doom Patrol. Mm. What? You can't get away with that. You can't just leave Joss' employee and then expect no repercussions. That's right. <laughs> That dude's got his stuff locked down. That's right. That is right. We get uh, a letters page, but, well, there's a couple of letters. <laughs> no comments from the authors, however. And they promise that next issue, we're going to meet the new, new Doom Patrol. But they don't give us any clue who's going to be on the team's roster. Ooh. So yeah, just uh, licensed officially on paper, licensed the name of Doom Patrol. So I guess that's right. Cliff can't use it for a while. They cannot be the Doom Patrol. I guess they could be the Dome uh, Patrol or something. But Dome Patrol—that's <laughs> that's something completely different, especially at Dragon Con. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Uh, However, will they get out of this? It's kind of interesting. It's it's like all those times when uh, you know the Legion was uh, trying to figure out how they were going to get funding and stuff, <laughs> yes. like all that wrangling with you know EarthGov and all that yes. stuff. Yes, bureaucrats and all the fun they bring. 
It's all that <laughs> real worldy stuff. Yes. Although it kind of works in this issue, so no worries. Oh, totally. Totally, totally. Alrighty, folks, that is it for this week. If you want to send us a note, you can send us an email to doompodtroll at gmail.com. Or you can come visit our website, which is also doompodtroll.com. And all of our... We have a letter! What? See, this is why we check. And uh, anyway, uh, you can leave comments at our website too, which is doompodtroll.com. But we have a letter. Greetings from Woodstock. From David Foster. Ooh, which Woodstock? Woodstock, Woodstock, Ontario? Ontario. Woodstock, England. Let's find out. David Foster, hey guys, I know you haven't been getting much listener feedback recently, but I want to let you know that at least one guy is still out here every week. I subscribe to you and the Legion of Substitute Podcasters for my weekly comics podcast podcast fix. Aw, keep up the good work. The podverse wouldn't be the same without you. Aw. So far, my favorite episodes have been those involving the Morrison Case era. When the two of you read a comic you truly enjoy, (laughs) unlike a burn issue, (laughs) your enjoyment shows through. I can tell you are digging the Arcudi run more than Burns as well. Totally. Stay strong, fellas. Even if your listeners don't write often, we're always here waiting for your doomy goodness every week. Keep them coming. Dave Foster, Woodstock, New York. Cool. That's not bad. That's very cool. Woodstock, New York. Is that like the Woodstock? Like yeah, the, that's where Woodstock took place. The sixties yeah. Woodstock. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah, it's up, upstate New York, and people live there. Well, the farmers. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was just like a big hippie field. Well, no, it was a farmer's field that it was done in originally. Alrighty. Alrighty. Well, it was so muddy. Well, I'm sure. Well, that and all the dirty hippies. <laughs> Dirty hippies. I'm sure they're getting a bad rap. Anyway, thank you, Dave. Say that. <laughs> and if anyone else would like to send us notes, we will happily, happily read yours as well. <laughs> and yes, we are enjoying the Arcudi run much more than we enjoyed the Burn run. Totally. It's a good, good, it's a good, strong run from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Crazy art, crazy ideas. Yes. Yes. It really is good. Alrighty, thanks, dude. We will talk to you all next week. Yeah. Alrighty, catch you later. Bye.